The Drive Home with Kenton Dick on Mix 96. Joining me, a really, and I know he's blushing when I say this, a really amazing comedian, Matt Falk. Now, Matt, of course, we're here to talk about your brand new comedy album that you just released called Optimistical. And I want to start with the name, Optimistical. What's going on with that? Is that not a real word? Did I did I make a mistake? Yeah, I, it's, <laughs> it's probably the more thought you put into it. If you put like five seconds of thought into it, you've officially put more thought into it than I do. So... Yeah, you're good. But it it, all, it kind of like sums up the theme for the entire album, which is kind of looking at my optimism, both the good sides of that and the bad sides. Right. And it sounded good, which was what matters the most, exactly. right? Exactly. That's all. It's all about, you know, that marketability. Is that what they call it? <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. That's your publicist's job to think about that stuff. That's right. My <laughs> team of publicists. Right. Yeah. You've got a team, which includes your wife, right? That's about it. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's my wife and my four-year-old son. <laughs> now, we've been in uh, pretty tight lockdown for a while now. When was this recorded? Last fall or in your basement? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I have a little makeshift comedy club in my garage. Um, <laughs> it's pretty. It only allows you only get five people with the door open, and uh, tickets are about $300 a piece. So it was a pretty, pretty exclusive affair. No, we recorded it last summer. There was this brief window when uh, Rumors Comedy Club was allowed to be open. I think it was at 50% capacity. Sure. So, and I, I was scheduled to, to headline, and we thought, this, is, this, is, this might be the only time in the foreseeable future. Let's, you know, let's talk to a recording engineer, um, Alan William Penner, who's uh, just brilliant. And we, we booked it, we got it all sorted, and, and we recorded it, which also meant that we had to write a ton of new material that we couldn't really test in right. front of an audience. It was it was a really, really unique writing experience. So just like picture me in my living room holding a hairbrush, telling these jokes to my wife, and we're editing them and trying to figure out, we think this is funny, but I don't know if other humans are gonna find this funny. It was it was completely unique, but I'm I couldn't be more thrilled with the with the turnout. Does she laugh at your jokes or, or does she just sit there with a notebook and, and nod like, Yes, that's funny. Yes, that's that's also funny. <laughs> Well, because because we write together and right. we've been doing this process for so long, there's probably less laughter on both of our ends <laughs> than you would imagine. It is yeah. it has definitely become more technical. Uh, but I think that's the that's the cool thing is that when one of us cracks up, then we know oh this is probably really special. You know we'll we'll often write jokes that an audience will will really enjoy, but we we won't laugh while we're telling them. We'll just exactly like you said go oh that's really funny, oh yeah. that'll work. You know, but then there's these other times when we're riffing or one of us comes up with an idea and then one of us will like actually verbally laugh out loud and then we know, oh, this might be, this might be like an applause break <laughs> in the set. I think we got to <laughs> write this one down. So it, it's fun though. And I imagine the more you rehearse it, I mean, the less funny it sounds and then you're probably pretty nervous getting on stage, hey? Well, here's a little peek behind the curtain. Okay. I remember this summer, I was, we were literally sitting outside. This is when it was warm enough, and if you went outside for more than two minutes, you wouldn't die. Um, but we, were, we would literally be sitting outside, uh, and I would just go over the hour. I would literally talk the entire hour out on, like, super fast speed. Probably it would take me about 30 minutes to go through the entire hour, maybe even less. And then we would do that, you know, once, twice a day just to get the rhythm. And then she would be kind of, like you said, with a notebook, taking notes and going, maybe this word instead of that word, let's try this instead of that. And it was just over and over and over and over again so that it becomes 
not just you're barely thinking about it now when you're on stage actually performing because once you get in front of an audience so many curveballs are thrown at you oh, yeah. you need to know the material inside and out so yeah when i got in front of the audience i wasn't really nervous i was i was just excited to go okay here's here's the material we've been trying so let's see if this actually works and, and yeah go ahead well just to perform in front of people i mean that's exciting in, in and of itself oh my word like you have no idea like even now, like it's been so long before since I've been in front of a live audience that hasn't been on my computer. Mm. You know, I was yeah. telling my wife the other day, I was like, "Remember when I used to be funny? <laughs> remember when actually... I would actually go and make human beings laugh? That was stuff. Do you remember that? That was weird." <laughs> I actually, I had the pleasure of actually being at one of your recording sessions at Rumors this past year. Oh, wow. It was so much fun. I can say with confidence that this album is amazing. I mean, I worked very hard to keep the heckling at bay, just for your sake. Because <laughs> I knew I it was recorded. You, I could hear you kind of hiccup every time that you really wanted to heckle, but you suppressed it. I could hear a little hiccup, and I knew, okay, Kent <laughs> is controlling himself. Yeah, it's just mumbling off to the side. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like Joe Pesci in Home Alone. Exactly, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. But no, it, w- it was a really good evening. We had a lot of fun. I've I've listened through all of your other comedy albums. This one is right up there with your best work. We just we had a lot of fun. Oh, I'm so I'm so glad to hear you say that. That's that's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, it turned out beautifully. Now, now, from your perspective, what do you think makes this one special? What makes this one stand out? The thing I'm most excited about this is that I I would often get people telling me, "Hey, you should be more vulnerable on stage. Ah, you should you should kind of open up a little bit more." And that was, that was always a difficult thing for me. So this album was, is my attempt at doing that. It's my attempt at, at being a little bit more honest. I get a little bit more real. It feels a little bit more like a one-man show at times. And so it's, it's really, I mean, if you're, if you're a fan of my comedy, you're going to hear the things that you enjoy and the, the kind of style that you, you hopefully already like. But hopefully you'll hear something a little bit new as well, a little bit different that I haven't been brave enough to try before. But it's, it's, so I'm, I'm excited to hear people's responses from it. Cool. A peek into the world of Matt Falk. Yeah, brace yourself. Oh, I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> this past year, you've done some pretty awesome things on social media, I've noticed, including the important work of reviewing high school musical movies. Yeah. That yeah, was pretty inspired. You know, Tell me about that. Yeah, we just we saw a hole <laughs> in the world. We knew that there, there, this wasn't being talked about enough. There was uh, no. The truth is, uh, I I I'd never seen High School Musical, and I'm a musical theater fan. I'm a Disney fan. I should have seen it. And my wife was like, "You've never seen High School?" And I said, "No." She says, "Okay, listen. They're they're so they're so unique. They're so bad that they're amazing. Oh yeah. We, we have to watch them. So as we're watching them, we're talking through it the whole time and just laughing and joking. So then we went, "Okay, we got to record this." So we <laughs> recorded it, and then. Uh, Sure enough, people people liked it. They said, "Do the second one," and I hadn't even intended on watching the second one. But then I was like, "All right, let's go for it." So we 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 did all three, and uh, people people want more. But we have to wait for them to make more. I know they've done like a series, but I don't think I have the the tenacity to watch through the entire series. I've got a whole list of movies that I'd like to get your take on. Yeah, okay. I mean, let's start with the Twilight Saga up next. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, that that uh, that could be fun. That this is uh, maybe this is for the next next time we go into, if we go into another strict lockdown. Maybe sure. I'll be I'll be willing. <laughs> sure. The Twilight series. You have to be in a lockdown to be willing to do that. Yeah, if I can if I can go do things, then it's definitely not going to be that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the other options. Being a, a performer in lockdowns is is tough. 
uh, especially this past couple of months, I imagine. What have you been doing to fill your time and to, I guess, continuing pushing your career forward despite, you know, the ability to actually do stand-up? That's a great question. Um, I was fortunate enough to, to have this project. That, that was a big, a big plus for us. We, we knew that this was happening. So even before it was released, you know, we're working on, you know, cover design. We're working on different things, like promotional things that are going to be coming out in the next little while. Right. So uh, we even recorded a, an interview. There's a, a live, uh, there's a beautiful interview with a character named Mr. Late Night. That's going to be coming out soon. I play both parts, myself and Mr. Late Night. Oh, looking forward to that. But we've also we've also been doing other things, exploring different avenues, different uh, different things, writing lots of new material, uh, and just kind of, yeah, trying to figure out some things that you can do that you didn't have time to do before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like absolutely. show business is so interesting that way. So often you get so caught up in the minutia and the detail that you literally don't have time to create anymore. And you're getting booked and you're getting all these things and you're on stage performing, but you realize, oh, I'm not like, I'm not being creative. So this lockdown has really been an opportunity to let's just stop and let's actually take time to be creative and write new material and write new things and try different things out. And so that's what we've been doing. I also... As far as stand-up com- comedy goes, I see a lot of comedians who who are who are constantly performing sometimes can lose touch with you know regular life. But you're kind of forced into as much regular life as possible right now, hey? Yeah, it, it definitely, definitely the regular life that most people are, are kind of going through, which is the the kind of day to day what happens when you're locked down. Yeah, it it is true that when you're just on a stage doing shows, you do lose touch with reality. Um, but I mean. I don't even know, is this reality? I'm, I'm, I'm debating right. too. Do yeah. people even want to hear about <laughs> COVID and about the lockdowns once we come out of this thing? Or are people just going to be like, let's move on. Give me a joke about Kermit the Frog or something or anything, really. I don't want to hear another thing about COVID or lockdown. We'll, we'll see what happens when, when we emerge from this. I'm, I'm really curious to see what stand-up comedy what it does when the, once this is all over. Yeah, that's fair. I've got a list of words I'm I'm ready to never hear again as well. Oh, I know. Unprecedented is one. <laughs> that's the number one, yeah. Yeah, if one person tells me that something is unprecedented, I'm going to smack them in the face. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much for chatting, Matt. We wish you well. Obviously, very much looking forward to listening through Optimistical once again. That is now available basically anywhere you can buy music. It's anywhere. Wherever you buy or stream, uh, right. you can check it out. If you want to go to my website, that's mattfalkcomedy.com. All the links are going to be right there for you as well. Beautiful. Thanks for chatting, Matt. Thank you so much for having me, Kendall. Absolutely. <laughs>